The following podcast contains true stories of sex, kink, gender, or body image. Thanks for being a consenting adult, because here we go. All of my life, I've never fit, but I won't complain and I won't quit. I am enormous, get used to it. Everyone tells me I'm too much. Maybe it's just you're not enough for me Can't you see? I'm the kind of woman I'm supposed to be Hi there, and welcome to the Body Storytelling Podcast. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour, and this week we have a story from Bonobo Network co-producer Misha Bonaventura. How's your week going? I know my rambles have been really hard the last couple of weeks, but they're getting better, I promise. Because I have a ramble this week that... I'm really delighted to share. I'm going to tell you about my weekend. And it it ends on a happy note. Uh, one of the things that I love about San Francisco is you probably have these where you live. You know those huge garage sales that take over an entire neighborhood or an entire city? And there are hundreds of garage sales, which make it really easy to just decide that today is garage sale day. Well, the Bernal Hillwide garage sale was on Saturday. And it happens a few weeks before Burning Man. And so you get to see all the burners out buying things for their camps, weird little trinkets so that they can either give them away or they can decorate their camp or they can decide they're going to take them to the desert and destroy them or decorate with them. And it's a fun place to people watch but it tends to be a very hilly neighborhood. And I've been going for years and years. So I organize all my friends to go and I tell them I'm a pro at this. So here's the things you need to know. Like I said, it's very hilly. There is no parking because it's in San Francisco. So what you need to do is you need to bring a wagon and not a radio style wagon. I mean, if that's all you have, great. But get one of those nice deep ones, bring lots of bags. Uh, If somebody can keep the wagon, somebody can go ahead with their bags, bring it back, put them in the wagon because your car is way on the other side of this neighborhood. Uh, Bring water, bring beverages, bring coffee, bring everything you need. Uh, Group texts are a great way to keep in touch. (laughs) And uh, yeah, it's just a great way to find things that people just want to get out of their house so you can get some great deals. Bring lots of ones and fives and change and yeah, it's one of my favorite things. But like I said, lots of hills and uh, that thing that happens in very crowded neighborhoods where you have to kind of slog along behind a lot of people, that's kind of hard. I went to see my friend Annie Sprinkle, the infamous Annie Sprinkle. We hung out of her house a long time. She gave us lots of stuff. Nothing like getting lingerie from Annie Sprinkle. That feels special. And uh, we just sat and talked for a while. 
And eventually it was like time to move along. My friends had gotten lots of stuff at yard sales and I'd just been sitting in front of Annie Sprinkles house for a long time. So we start traveling around. It's a hot day for San Francisco. And my friend Crystal kept saying, well, we're gonna go have a picnic on my boyfriend's boat. And she said, Lil P's gonna meet us and Lil P is going to get pirate barbecue. And uh, I'm with my friends, Melissa, her son, Theo, and they're all like, oh, that sounds like so much fun. And I'm like, how much energy do y'all think I have? I'm at a hill wide garage sale. We're all over this thing. It's hot. I'm going home. And they're like, no, you have to go. Lil P's moving away soon. And I'm like, we have some time. It'll be fine. And I kept trying to back out. I've just been out of sorts since Quake died. And they just kept saying, come on, come on. Crystal kept saying, I'll do everything. All you have to do is just get on the boat. And I'm like, that sounds like too much today. And they kept trying to force me. And I kept digging in harder. Eventually, Crystal's like, okay, just get in the car. And she starts driving to the East Bay, and I just go, whatever. Okay, I'm just going to make them. I'm going to dig my feet in, but I'm going to make it. Ha- I'm going to let it happen. I'm just going to let them do whatever they're going to do. And then she heads off in a new direction, acts like she's going to her house. I know we're not going to the marina. And then she heads another direction away from her house. And I'm like, why are we going this way? And she goes, I left my sweater at Moses' house. I thought we had to be on time. I thought it was important that we get there on time. Well, I guess not. I'm very confused. There's lots of weird texting that's going on, but I'm not paying attention. I'm just being crabby. And um, finally we pull up in front of Moses and I get out. And when I get into the backyard, because Mosa goes, we're in the backyard. And I don't know who we is. <laughs> I walk in and there's a couple of sisters of perpetual indulgence. And there's little P. First, I'm confused at why little P is there because we're supposed to pick her up and go to the marina. And the two sisters, I know both of them, are in full drag makeup. If you know the sisters of perpetual indulgence, drag is their thing, while also wearing wimples, wearing nun headpieces, and also their usual irreverent body outfits that are not nun outfits and I'm a little confused at what's going on and every time I've watched the sisters surprise somebody they always look irritated they look like what is happening when usually it's a great thing that's about to happen so I just sit down and I wait for it to happen I know it's about to be good and I know it's something I want and soon enough my friend uncle Mikey who is Sister Venus in Furs, pulls out a proclamation and presents me with Quake's sainthood. Quake is now a saint, as proclaimed by the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. My Saint Bernard has been sainted. And it says, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence do hereby proclaim Quake as Saint Quake the Boundless, benevolent keeper of the Clofit Tub, kitten-fearing fount of perpetual slobber, 
tireless promulgator of universal joy and patron saint of toilet snuggles. I cried. I was so happy. This is something I really wanted. Quake's ashes arrived last week, and I just didn't know what to do with them. And now I know I'm going to make an altar in my house and put this proclamation up. Friends have been making saint candles for him and been making art, and I'm going to give him a spot in my home. He used to have so many spots in my home, and now I feel so empty. I've tried to get everything out of my house so that I could move on. Quake was the end of an era, you know? I mean, my partner is gone. My dog is gone. And now it's time for me to move on to what's next. And I don't know what it is. What should be next, y'all? It's time for me to figure out the next chapter. And I'm figuring hard. But when you're inside the picture, sometimes it's hard to make a decision. What would you love to see me do? Because I need a change. I really do. But in the meanwhile, I'm resting in the happiness. I can let go of Quake a little bit now. Having the sisters honor him that way, it made me so proud and so happy. And I can let go. I don't know why, but it's helped me let go. And I appreciate those of you who gave to his GoFundMe to help cover the costs of having him uh, having him cremated, covering his last veterinary costs. It meant so much to me. Thank you. Not being saddled with those costs means that I can start thinking about what I want to do next with my life. You can help me go to podcast movement next week. <laughs> and get better at the job of being a podcaster. There will no longer be a St. Bernard's snoring in the background. It's kind of sad, but also happy. Rest in power, St. Quake the Boundless. I was honored to be your can opener hand person, to take care of you, to brush you, to love you. I was honored to know you and to love you. And now, on to what's next. I love learning about my body and my health, but I'll be honest, I don't love going to the doctor. And that's one of the many reasons that I love Everly Well. Everly Well's at-home lab tests can give you more clarity, confidence, and well-being with their over 30 at-home lab tests. You get physician-reviewed results and personalized insights so you can take action on your health and wellness, all at an affordable and transparent cost. I've done the food sensitivity and metabolism tests. All in all, it was a pretty cool experience, and I did it from the comfort of home. And if pleasure is a priority in your life, your sexual health should also be top of mind. Getting tested regularly and knowing your STI status protects you and your partners, and you can discreetly test at home with Everlywell. Everlywell ships your at-home lab test straight to you with everything needed for a simple sample collection. You use the prepaid shipping label, mail your test back to a certified lab, and in just days, your physician-reviewed results and actionable insights are sent to your device. And you can share the results with your primary care physician to help guide your next steps. Everlywell's food sensitivity, metabolism, sleep and stress, and thyroid are just a few of the many options. 
and their SDI test discreetly allows you to test for seven types of SDIs, all from the privacy of your own home. And for listeners of this show, Everlywell is offering a special discount of 20% off at-home lab tests at everlywell.com slash Dixie. Over 1 million people have trusted Everlywell with their at-home lab testing. So go to everlywell.com slash Dixie for 20% off your at-home lab test. I'm in love with my Helix mattress. I have been since it arrived on my porch back in February, 2021. I released it from its box and it became the most comfy bed I've ever been on. And for the last year and a half now, every night I revel that it's mine and I get to sleep on this marvel every single night. I sleep so much better on a Helix. I used to toss and turn and now I am out cold. And Helix makes it so easy to choose the perfect mattress. Helix Sleep is a premium mattress brand that provides tailored mattresses based on your unique sleep preferences. The Helix lineup includes 14 unique mattresses, including a collection of luxury models, a mattress for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how do you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz, like I did, and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress will be shipped straight to your door free of charge. Because Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why. They offer a 100-night risk-free trial. Try out your new Helix mattress, see how your body adjusts, and if you decide it's not the best fit, you're welcome to return it for a full refund. I took the Helix Sleep Quiz and I was matched with the Helix Plus mattress. It's an immense upgrade from my old mattress. Not only is it the best mattress I have ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy. Helix mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. Plus, Helix mattresses are American-made and come with a 10 or 15-year warranty, depending on the model. And remember, you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. If you don't love it, but I know you will, but if you don't, they will pick it up for you and give you a full refund. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It is even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. And Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for listeners of the Body Storytelling Podcast. By supporting Helix, you are allowing them to support me and this show. Go purchase your Helix mattress and thank me later for your best night's sleep. Go to helixsleep.com slash Dixie. And with Helix, better sleep starts now. That's helixsleep.com slash D-I-X-I-E. Are you ready for a story? Well, it's time for me to introduce this week's storyteller. Misha Bonaventura co-produces The Bonobo Network, a high-possibility, low-expectation, sex-positive community, alongside its founder, William Winters. She teaches and consults individuals and communities to develop their consent culture with a harm reduction and transformative justice lens. She is passionate about supporting sex-positive community and helping people create more pleasure for themselves. 
Her private practice, Clearing Conversations, focuses on conflict resolution and communication coaching. Misha loves supporting the sex-positive community of the Bay Area and beyond in creating sustainable, long-term relationship building. This storyteller is Misha Bonaventura. Sex parties are this unique place of both the potential of getting everything you want from your sex life. Threesomes, moresomes, floggings, fisting, fucking, and everything you want to escape in your sex life. Jealousy, not belonging, unworthiness, not being attractive enough, not fitting in, and worst of all, being left out. Yeah, remember how it was like in high school? So when my friend Romy decided to have a psychedelic sex party inspired birthday with some of my favorite sex positive luminaries, I was relieved to not be producing it and also very ready for an experience of a lifetime. Now, Romy is like a more attractive cross between the kind, loving, and responsible Kermit the Frog and the wild-haired scientist innovator Albert Einstein. He's intentionally gathered 25 of his closest friends, sex educators and queers and ecstatic dance DJs, to shepherd them through this acid-induced birthday experience. So we go up to the Marin Headlands, just 30 minutes outside San Francisco, to a huge six-bedroom Airbnb on top of the hills. There's a hot tub outside the master bedroom and a huge bathtub. We rearrange the living room to make space for the opening circle, and we lay down flippin' fucks to make the entire living room a cushion-filled lounge. Everyone arrives, and Romy starts to set the stage. He's thorough and complete with his consent talk, house logistics, and check-ins. He's asked us to name what we want to get out of this evening, and I dig deep and find just the right ways I want to open in my life. <sighs> I want to be centered. I want to expand. I want to get to a whole new place inside me that will help me fulfill my purpose in life. He passes out the acid tabs to each person and we all place them under our tongues and start the journey. Acid takes about 45 minutes to kick in so there's some time to hang out with friends and play some connection games and soak in the hot tub before things start to get weird. As I'm coming out of the hot tub, a few of my closest friends scampered into the, be the master bedroom. Two powerful and beautiful women I know, both curly-haired, muscular, and rambunctious. Noah is a tiny fiery pixie 
with red dyed hair and Leah's mischievous smile will get you going anytime. Joining close behind them are Thor and Luke, some of the most skilled lovers I know. Thor ha has classic good looks, tall and blonde. Luke is big and bold in his body and voice. I'm excited about the crew piling into the king-size bed in the master bedroom. Their skin starts to glow with the fireplace um, going and uh, their giggles and playfulness attract me to join them. My energy feels solid and calm. And instead of getting flirty and engaging with them, I decide to sit in the middle of the bed, almost meditatively, and take them in as they start to get playful. And that is when the acid really starts to kick in. When you're on acid, time bends and life starts to blur. The thoughts and connections I make about life and the universe twist around corners on a mental adventure that I don't normally take. My philosophical mind takes over and I start to feel my body ball turned on and connected to everything. I'm not making love to the people in the bed. I'm making love to the universe. The meaning of life becomes crystal clear, and I channel sexual energy from the ethers into the hot scene of writhing bodies wrapping around me. It's amazing seeing the women receiving from them, heads buried deep in pussies, and moans escaping their lips, hands fondling breasts, and smacking asses, juices flowing, fucking, and bouncing all over the bed. The music is thumping, and the beat of my heart is rising. And I get out of the bed and start to dance. I watch the scene and start rejoicing in their orgasms. I'm dancing around and cheering them on, hands held high, pumping the air as if I'm in a rock concert and they are the show. And then I hear it. I hear the music subtly in the background. The music, it's chanting my name. Misha, Misha, Misha. I ask them, do you hear that? <laughs> are they saying Misha? And they look up and listen for a second. And then they start to chant, Misha, Misha, Misha. <laughs> and then, Misha, 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 Misha. In this moment, I feel so fully connected to my friends, my community, the place I hold for the pleasure of bodies. I adore seeing these two women open to receiving so much goodness from these two men who are a stand for sexual liberation, sexual integrity, and maximum fun. Any anxiety, any insecurity of not feeling enough or not feeling included fades away. The message is clear, Misha. You belong. You don't have to ever feel excluded again. 
because you are fulfilling your purpose of holding space for people's pleasure. The flow of pleasure comes and goes. Sometimes you're in the middle of the bed getting fucked. And sometimes you're the one helping create the pleasure. I grab the hand of young high school Misha and I say, don't ever worry again, Misha. You belong. I say hi, you say hi, we stay high, you look so pretty, yeah.
that was Disco Tits by Tovlo. Why do I call myself a sexual folklorist? Folklore is the ways and the stories of a people. But society has decided that some stories are not fit for consumption. And it's been that way for centuries. I love the secret stories, the ones saved for a select audience. And I wanted to collect them, those true stories told by the people who had the adventure. So I started a live show. And then people clamored for that to be a podcast so that they could hear these stories whenever and wherever. Do you know there would not even be a body storytelling podcast if not for the people who support us on Patreon? They did this because they wanted to hear these stories all over the world. I followed their lead and I made this podcast because they asked for it. And I want to keep making this podcast. Next week, I go to podcast movement to learn to get better at podcasting because you listen and you give me your time each week. And that's important to me. Become a member of our Patreon now and you can ensure that the podcast keeps getting better and that it never goes away. And if you're not a Patreon member yet, it's really easy to sign up. Just go to patreon.com body and select the tier and rewards that you want. And for just a few bucks a month, you can help reach people around the world with our uniquely sex-positive stories, messages, and education. I want everyone to have access to the sort of acceptance and love that people find here at Body. It's essential that we reach people through our podcast and live streams because the world needs more open conversations about sex and kink now more than ever. We've done a lot of live streams, both on Zoom and of our live shows. And do you know where these live stream replays live? They live on Patreon. So you'll have access to not just the upcoming body live stream, but all the past live streams too. Sign up at the $10 a month level or higher right now, and you can get a free live stream ticket to our monthly shows every time they happen. Joining now means you want our life-changing mission of self-love, knowledge, and empathy to continue, and you're helping us flourish and grow. Thank you for listening. And go to patreon.com body right now to become a member. Thanks so much. If you're one of the people who've been contacting me going, it's summer, I'm traveling, I'm coming to San Francisco. When's your next show? I'm dying to see a live body. Well, I'm on summer hiatus too. My next live show is going to be on Sunday, September 25th. That's right, the high holy days of kink, the Folsom Street Fair. We will be doing the Folsom Street Fair after party, and it starts right after the fair ends. So after you're tired of being in the sun in your leather, we've got a chair waiting for you. We've got a drink with a name like the unicorn's butthole, and we've got an evening of spectacular stories and music and me. I'll be rocking the cleavage, ready to give you exactly what you need to end Folsom Weekend. Tickets are available on our website, and they're also available in the show notes to this episode. Get them early. Folsom Street Fair body always sells out. Bodies, stories are every kind of story related to sex, kink, and gender. So maybe you listened this week. Try again next week. The stories change every week, and every week they're told by the person who had the adventure. I don't choose these stories. The stories choose me. People pitch me a story, they get on my stage, 
and then the stories go out to you. Maybe you want to tell me a story. I'd love for that to happen. My email is bodystorytelling at gmail. Let's find a way to get your story out into the world so that other people can hear your story too. I want to say thank you to the people who make this podcast possible. Thank you to David Grossoff, Donald Mooney, Joe Moore, Mosa Maxwell-Smith, and podcast producer Roman Den Houdeker. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour. This has been episode 238 of the Body Storytelling Podcast. Thanks for listening. A big, big.